Action.net. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back, Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Still to come before we get out of here, just before noon, uh, Dave Sproul, KSI, Learfield, covers Iowa State. He'll join us in about, oh, 15 or 20 minutes, thereabouts, and then we'll give four of you an opportunity to win some Claxon's barbecue from our friends in Altoona, ClaxonBBQ.com. Let's head to the desert, shall we? Mike Palm joins the program. Mike, he's finally better. Uh, <laughs> Trent's finally over it. Took him till today. Uh, boy, oh boy, Vegas hit him hard. Yes. How are you, Mike Palm? I'm great. You know, he and his wife had a real good time this weekend, and I'm glad they did. Absolutely. It was incredible. It really was such a fun experience. And, Mike, I told you we're going out there. She turns 40 here in a couple of months, and we're going to bring some of our friends, including some of those strip snobs like my partner Ken used to be. I was. And we're going to show them just exactly what circuit can be. Every time we come back, we always talk about what an incredible experience it is. Mike, you live it every single day. Just what an experience, and, and what a difference when – Maybe people initially think Fremont Circa is just a completely different it's property. Changed things. Yeah, it's it's a, it's like a strip property because of the amenities. Yep. Um, but it's downtown. But the great thing about downtown, the really underrated thing is, you know, you're you're ten steps from the next casino. You know? Yes. <laughs> you go to the Venetian, or you go to, you know, the Wynn, and you go to. If it's not the connected property next door. It takes you a half hour to get to mm-hmm. another casino, and. Crossing the strip and and even on those those bridges over Las Vegas Boulevard, it, it's brutal, you know. And and the and the parking, driving, and, and all that. The valets are just not as efficient. So, but we're really proud of what we've done. And you know, whether it's a rooftop uh, rooftop cocktail and hangout, we've really made legacy uh, into the place to be. It took us a little while, but now live music up there on Friday and Saturday nights. The pool, you know, year round. We're going to try to hit it hard with a winter swim concept this year. You know, during that flow season in January, uh, December and January, and then the sports book just, you know, it's, it's, it's a draw dropper, uh, a jaw dropper for everyone. No, it, it truly is. The rooms are outstanding. So many, uh, so many positives for staying there. I'm glad you're doing that, Trent. Get some of those yes. people off the strip and introduce them to downtown. And Mike, you hit on a really salient point because for first timers that go to Vegas and they say on the strip, and they think, oh, it's not that far. We can just walk. Because <laughs> it, it looks like it's a hop, skip, and a jump away. Mike, it just blows you away. Um, uh, I, I don't know what it is, the optical illusion, perhaps, <laughs> of how close these casinos appear to be, but that is far from the case. Yeah, it's far from the case. And if you're gambling and you're stuck in one place and you want to try a different joint, change your luck, it's just it's, the barrier to do it is too high. You can't do it. It's, you're downtown and you're running bad on a table. You know, there's eight other casinos within two blocks. So, you know, and if you want to go to the one next door, it's, you know, 30 seconds away. Indeed it is. Well, let's get to uh, to sports betting. And, and last night, 
you know, it's preseason football. It's, the game was decided. It was long over. But <laughs> uh, for those of uh, the my partner included who yeah. had the total, Trent had the under last night. What did you close it at? There was a lot of people sweating that final drive uh, that uh, that decided whether the game was going to go over or under, which is another aspect of sports wagering that you know keeps you glued to your seat if you've got a if you've got an opinion or investment even in a preseason game like that. Yeah, we actually closed at 40, so we, we could have used a late touchdown there. But, you know, what's Carroll doing? The Bears are up. They're conceding the game, and he's using all his timeouts in preseason week two. I get. I guess you want to get your guys in game situation, but uh, I thought it was a little bit ridiculous. Not that we minded that. I didn't have a play myself. We could have used a, a score at the end. But uh, the the betters uh, did okay off the line move. And I don't even know that the quarterback change really had that much to do with it, but Obviously, we saw bear money came in when it was announced that Geno Smith would start for Seattle. The line moved two points from five and a half to three and a half, and of course, it was all bears. <laughs> Preseason football. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the week with you. The big flip that we saw from week one of the preseason with these totals to what they are going into this week. So a lot of 39, 40, 41s, where early last week it was a lot of 31, 32, 33s. Overreaction? What do you anticipate? What have you seen? Have Sharps been coming now back in on the under with these preseason week two games? Well, that's what they said, and, and some publicly, many privately, though, that the public would drive these numbers up, and we would adjust them based on all the the uh, illegal contact penalties. I mean, mm-hmm. there were 36 illegal contact penalties, accepted illegal contact penalties in the whole entire 18-week season in the NFL last year, and there were 15 in preseason week one, so... Was this trend going to continue? We, the totals last week, I think, average 31 and a half was the was the average total, and you know we saw some at 30 and a half, uh, and so now we're looking at 38, 39, 40, 41 in this game at one point. Um, they all said now we're going to see too wild of a variance. The pros I'm talking about, mm-hmm. the professional money, too wild of a variance here. Now the edge is going to be to the under again once the the public reacts to that week one and through the very short sample. Of one game it got there, although it could have been a late bad beat. Uh, how closely uh, are you guys monitoring the Tom Brady situation? It's kind of see, I I have a th- I have a theory. It's his mom, right? I mean, his mom has yeah. been battling cancer for so long, and I think it was the last Super Bowl win that they had that she was able to get there, and she still managed to uh, to, to make it this far, which is great. But uh, everybody's got their own theory. There's been nothing coming from the team, but it's clearly something that you guys would have to be paying attention to, Mike. Yeah, you have to pay attention, and especially we're starting to see some um, Saints money now for the division. Uh-huh. Um, so we have we have to monitor that, you know, cryptic statement by Todd Bowles about no timetable for return, you know, and then, of course, the rumors start, is he really retiring again? He retired, he unretired. So, it, it, you know, we got to be cautious right now because there's so much uncertainty there. That's a scary one, no doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, the NFC is so interesting. you got the defending champion Rams there. Tampa is one of the picks. Green Bay has been such a disappointment come playoff time. Who else have you guys seen money on? It feels like even Cowboy fans are kind of out on the Cowboys this year. Who else in the NFC has gotten any kind of hankering in the futures market? I'll tell you, the Eagles oh. have taken, taken money to win the NFC, to win the NFC East particularly. And, you know, the 49ers are getting the most love in the yeah. West. Uh, 49ers uh, over the win total, over the alternate win total, and then, you know, People are high on Trey Lance here. I'm not sure why. Uh, I didn't see it. I mean, I didn't see anything last year. Did he have a heck of a summer? I mean, 
you, you could argue, um, you know, that this this would be a leap year for him as a quarterback, but I don't know that he got enough time in that it's really that year two to three. It's really year one to two or year half to one. Um, but the 49ers, it's so, the NFC is so wide open. You, yeah. It's hard to make a compelling argument for anyone to be a clear favorite, right? The uncertainty in Tampa and, and Bronk retires, the Cowboys and these penalties, and, and they shoot themselves in the foot and the lack of playoff success through the years. Is Green Bay going to regress against all these 13-win seasons? Is Rodgers' age going to become a factor? You know, the Rams put it together one year. It's, it's so hard to repeat. You know, we haven't seen a repeat champion in 20 years now, so... It's hard to make an argument. It seems like the AFC is loaded and the NFC, you know, there's a lot of mediocrity. Yeah, it seems like it's tilted that way. Remember the years of the Cowboys and the Niners or the real Super Bowl and dot, dot, dot. Uh, Quarterbacks, two of them. Uh, Baker Mayfield apparently is going to be the guy in Carolina. What, if anything, uh, did that do? And then Deshaun Watson, the world now knows he's going to miss 11 games. Uh, The reaction to those two uh, pieces of quarterback news, if any, Mike? Yeah, there's very little movement on the Carolina Panthers front. Uh, we saw Cleveland move down uh, in terms of, I mean, their odds are higher with the 11 games compared to six. A little bit. I saw some books move like 70 cents on the division price. You know, we, we moved, I think, 20 cents. I, I thought we always had the theory that it might be a year, so that was kind of baked into it. Mm. I'm not sure he comes back against the Texans in Week 13. You know, that'll be now two full years since he started a game as a quarterback. He looked so awful in week one of the preseason. He's not going to have a lot of practice time. You know, there's a lot of things he has to comply with in terms of counseling and all this and, and, and behavior management. Who knows that he gets through all that? He's still in denial. Yep. I mean, he, he half-heartedly apologized one day and now wants to, you know, it's, now he knows it's 11 games. It's sort of like a big middle finger again to everybody. So it's really, it's really crazy. Who, and who knows? And if they're still in a race with Brissett, maybe you just you stay with Brissett this year. Who, who knows how big of a factor Deshaun's even going to be in this season? Got a goofy question for you, Mike. And as you've got to know me, I have a lot of goofy questions, but <laughs> we're just going to throw it out here on the radio. So I, I had this idea. I see uh, yesterday there was legislation that came out for NIL for high school athletes here in the state of Iowa. And people have asked me before, will we ever get to a spot where there will be line games for high school football, for high school basketball, do you see that ever being a realistic possibility? You know, there's states that book the Little League World Series. Really? Uh, so wow. I didn't I, know yeah, that. there are some jurisdictions that, that book the Little League World Series. So, okay. I mean, if that's <laughs> you have to foresee that possibly high school. But, it's, yeah. you know, I know people are going to say it, that there's a corruption angle mm-hmm. there. And, and you know, it's especially... When you have referees that make very little money, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's, that's one angle. You, professional referees have a lot more to lose. Um, you see it even more in college, you know, where, you know, U.S. Integrity with Matt Holt, they do a good job of tracking mm-hmm. strange live moves and some officials' decisions. And, you know, there's there's some corruption in that in college sports, especially in these smaller conferences where that's happened. So it's tough. I don't want it. Do you want it? Do you want mm-hmm. them booking do you want to be booking high school? So I really don't want to be booking high school sports. Uh, that's just my opinion. You really have, you don't have enough to bet on. You're going to have to bet on your kid, and then your kid comes home and he costs dad the mortgage. Yeah, that's <laughs> a problem. I don't know. That's, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, no, no. Let's, yeah, let's, let's stay, stay away from that. Let's stay away from that. <laughs> oh, good stuff. My, my, uh, uh, so a week from tomorrow, uh, the, there will be college football on our television sets and on all of the sets at Circa. Um, with, I guess the, is the premier game is probably Nebraska Northwestern, right? A couple of Big Ten teams, but there are some Power Five schools that will play. Uh, maybe a better question for next week when you start to see what's coming in. But uh, but what kind of week will that be uh, it, it, in in the books? What kind of business will you do? What kind of write will you do uh, on a Saturday? I'm assuming it'll bump things up, right? Oh yeah, it'll it'll be people are going to bet college football when it's on, and we'll see good handle on that game from Ireland. Um, even though it's early between Nebraska and Northwestern, interesting look at Nebraska. Some people high on them this year. I mean. God, they're second. I, I had yeah, Wes, Wes Reynolds co-hosted with me yesterday because the mall's in Florida for a couple of days. and we, we took a deep dive into the Big Ten West, and boy, they're still second in the marketplace. I know. Nebraska, it's hard to believe. Will Scott Frost really stepped back from the play calling? He's been the play caller everywhere, everywhere he was, whether it's an OC, you know, at Oregon or at Central Florida or Nebraska. So, But we'll see good handle it. I mean, it will... It will minuscule compared to the actual week one but we'll write six figures on a couple of those games oh that's awesome we're getting closer and closer speaking of college football the markets and you mentioned kind of the big 10 west and and how open that is i had this thought let's say ohio not state another one like your high no 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 this, this, yeah. this is a normal one ohio state in the big 10 championship game against wisconsin what are they a money line favorite as opposed to what they are right now which is i think minus 210 to win the Big Ten. One game championship, what would they be on the money line as opposed to what you can get them right now to win it? Is it maybe worth a shot on the Buckeyes even at what feels like a crazy price? Well, I got to ask. Well, first of all, we've seen this year in, year out with Ohio State or even Michigan, Iowa last year, mm-hmm. where you see their four, four fifty, five, even a $5 favorite. They're two touchdown favorites in some of these games. Michigan got bet off the board last year against the Hawkeyes. Um, but here's my question. I don't understand this. I haven't talked to one person who doesn't think Ohio State towers over the rest of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. The East, Michigan or Penn State, uh, definitely Michigan State. And then anybody in the West, whether it's Wisconsin, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, why are they only minus 205 to win the Big Ten? It doesn't that, make sense to me. There's something fishy with that number. I agree. That's the path I was going. I just and we haven't talked to anybody that doesn't feel no, differently either, Mike. No, it, it's crazy. No one. No There's one. No one no. has made an argument for any other team. Nope. You can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Circus Survivor, Circa Millions. I know you got another sign up weekend. There's another one coming up next weekend. Uh, what kind of numbers did you see this week, and how much of Derek's money is? Uh, what's the overlays at now? Yeah, we're about at nineteen hundred in the Survivor, and almost. Uh, fourteen hundred in the million. Um, I think Derek's starting to feel the pinch a little bit uh, <laughs> about how much this overlay is going to be. I think everybody is conceding that uh, the millions is going to have a significant overlay, maybe a million and a half or two million. And Derek's not that certain of survivors. I think Survivor gets to seven thousand. He says maybe six thousand sixty two hundred. So I, I, I you know. <laughs> It's going to be interesting. This sign-up weekend, and then the next one where we have the panel, yeah. we'll we'll know a lot after that where we sit. You know, so if we're thirty-three hundred entries, we still got to get to twelve thousand. There's another eighty-seven hundred to do in the next three weeks. So, I know that there's a big rush at the end, but 
we might be up against it here. And, you know, a week from Monday, I might be telling you, boy, there's an overlay in both. But we'll see. Uh, it, there's a good crowd coming out. We got uh, Mitch Rosen and the, the score and those guys mm-hmm. uh, broadcasting out here this weekend. And, and, you know, you guys in Houston were there last weekend. So should be a good crowd. And then the last weekend will be the biggest weekend. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed that we can get close. Indeed we are. Mike Palm, Circus Sports. Circus Sports available here in the state of Iowa. Again, Circus Millions, Circus Survivor. You can get out there, sign up now. Uh, a couple more weeks, three more weeks to do just that. Mike, great stuff. Thank you for joining us, Mike Palm. Appreciate it. Have a great week, yep. guys. Talk to you next week. Take care. Mike Palm from uh, Circus Sports. Circus Sports available. You can download the app in the App Store. That's a big number. It is. It's, it is crazy, though. How quickly that number shoots up that last weekend, mm-hmm. but, can but it probably won't in circa in millions. Survivor, I think, will blow by. Well, and that's crazy to me because just the way that I look at it for somebody that just wants to give a shot in one of these entries, and if you're just going to do one, well, mil- millions make so much more Absolutely. sense. Absolutely, to just do that, and yep. you got the possibility of a quarterly prize. Or got, if you stink, you can win the, the booby prize. prize. Right, that, that thing's huge too. It is. That possibility is more realistic. Where. With Survivor, and though I put one in there, I got one. And right. when it's done, it's done. Yeah. You had to do multiple because that's I the most realistic I just didn't think you path. could do it with yeah. one. It's so difficult. Mm-hmm. It's difficult regardless. And there's ultimately, you got to get to the end. That's the key. You got to get through 20 weeks. Yep. Thanksgiving and Christmas, they are going They're to be tough. They're their own separate weeks, and you have to have teams available to pick in those weeks. Yes. Because if you've used them already, uh, it's going to be fun to uh, fun to watch, and hopefully uh, we go a long way. we got three chances to do We do, so. we do. Um, Plenty to talk about. Indeed, fingers crossed. We will come back and we'll talk about Iowa State with our friend Dave Sproul from KASI 1430 on the AM dial offensive line. Uh, met with the media yesterday, the line coach. I mean, I'm sure a couple of players trickled out, but I didn't see any video as they've been bringing both coaches and players out to meet the media. Oh, two or three times a week, uh, which is uh, certainly uh, good for all of the clone fans in the listening audience and wherever they may be. It's Miller and Condon. Uh, Claxon's still to come as well. Des Moines Sports Station. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 106.3. Wolf Construction and Wolf Roofing are currently hiring. What makes Wolf Construction a better place to work is that when we think about developing the whole person is important, whether that person is a new carpenter laborer on a job site or that person's a project accountant that works in the office. It doesn't matter who. It becomes more than just a job or a company you show up to. It becomes part of the Wolf family. Competitive pay Excellent benefits and a thousand dollar sign on bonus. Apply today at Wolf Construction. Get your podcasts. Are you looking for a new dentist? Further than Fuller Associates Family Dentistry, they offer a relaxed, family-friendly atmosphere, anxiety and pain management, and the ability to give you the smile that you deserve. Dr. Stephen Fuller would like to welcome Dr. Kelsey Edwards to the practice, the third generation of their family-owned and operated small business. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry, located near Grandview Golf Course in Des Moines, and a new location coming this summer in Altoona. Call and schedule an appointment at 515-266-3430. 37 online fuller 
The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports with two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com to apply. Now back to Middle and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Uh, Claxon's Barbecue giveaway still to come. It just dawned on me that uh, two of the voices you're about to hear, this is their final Friday night off for a long time mm-hmm. into November. Dave Sprout, course, covers uh, the Little Cyclones and Ames, although I have to assume, well, let's get him in here. Yeah. Um, he's going to have to miss some games. A right? couple. A couple. Hello, Dave Sprout, Trent and Ken. How are you? I am well for the most part, although I do regret trying to work out with Nebraska's offensive line coaches this week. Ten to fifteen pukes. That. I mean, is that a badge yeah. of honor? Is that I mean? Is that he is, <laughs> Scott Frost is such a meathead? It absolutely is not. Oh, Jesus! In today's day and yes. age, you want to be uh, come on, just a moron. He <laughs> really, it truly God. is. Um, at least in that respect. So, Dave, <laughs> good good line by the way. Um, back to high school football for a second. You and Trent will both be uh, uh, making a way throughout uh, Central Iowa, and your case. Some, some parts, maybe northern, north central Iowa. Uh, who will fill in for you when you're on the road with the uh, with the Cyclone football team? Yeah, yeah, I'm only going to miss a couple games. Luckily, the schedule kind of works out nice in that way. But uh, our man Emery Songer has oh, good. Uh, been lined up at least for now, barring any unforeseen circumstances. He'll be stepping in, and he does a great job at uh, just about anything related to, to being on the radio. So uh, it's great that uh, we have a guy like that who's willing and able to, to help out in that manner. And uh, we won't lose a beat, uh, I'm sure. Or maybe somebody will call call for my head to get fired and be replaced by him or something. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it goes. It, it's it's uh, really uh, something I greatly appreciate. I am and the, the folks down there at iHeart to uh, get that all arranged so I can uh, free up some time to uh, travel with the, the big cyclones. Uh, one more on the little cyclones. What kind of year do you expect them to have? It's a really good question. I mean, they have the quarterback who led the state passing yards last year in Class uh, 5A and a uh, very talented kid in Dallas Souser, whose dad is the head, the head coach. Uh, but the, they replaced a lot of the lose a lot of receivers, and, and a lot of those guys also played defensive back at the same time. So there's a lot of guys there. But they do have some some other dudes back on defense who are going to be uh, pretty good. Jamison Poe, who really emerged as a running back as a freshman last season, he's back and poised to have another big year. He could be a guy who, uh, if he stays healthy, healthy, could eclipse a thousand yards. Uh, without uh, probably much difficulty uh, when it comes right down to it. So they got some pieces there, but as always with high school football, you know, unless you're one of the factories uh, out there like uh, mm-hmm. Dowling or, or whoever you want to throw out there, uh, Valley, you know, not just to name a few, uh, it, it, you're always replacing guys. You're always, you know, trying to bring guys up and fill some new spaces. And kind of unlike with college football, you know, we don't get the recruiting news and we don't know very well the guys who are coming up through the ranks. And that's all kind of part of the fun of it is finding some new faces, some younger guys who emerge into new roles when they reach the varsity level. Well, uh, one of those guys that I saw a whole lot of at the high school level as we transitioned into Iowa State was Jake Remsburg. When he was at West Des Moines Valley, he was a behemoth on a huge, huge offensive line that the Tigers had. Well, now he's going to be out. It didn't sound anything significant, but we've also had these stories in the past where things that weren't very significant 
lingered and lingered and continued to linger. Day to day became week to week, uh became month to month. What's your takeaway here? And without Jake Remsburg, how much shuffling needs to happen on this offensive line? So, yeah, the the phrase of phase is day-to-day, and that's what we heard from offensive line coach Jeff Myers last night about uh, Remsburg's injury. So your guess is as good as mine, (laughs) the actual severity of it. He did express some optimism that he could be back by uh, the the season opener, which is now two weeks away. Uh, So I, I wouldn't totally be surprised if Remsburg is able to get back and get on the field in time for that season opener, or if he maybe takes a week or two to uh, to, to heal up. Uh, a couple of guys that uh, Myers specifically mentioned that they're they're given some time to uh, is Grant Triver, a redshirt junior out of Sioux Falls. He's played a little bit, just like a couple games in his career at Iowa State. And Tyler Murrow is a, a redshirt freshman out of Davenport. Didn't play at all last year, uh, but uh, he's a guy who's got good size and they're really high on. Uh, uh, so those are the two guys that were mentioned specifically as uh, the guys who are right now at least working out in practice in Rumsburg spot. Uh, what about some of the guys that we think that we can uh, write them in and pen as far as the depth chart? And that Tyler Miller, of course, at left tackle. Um, uh, who, who else is, is going to play? Uh, Trevor Downey's going to be the center for sure. Probably Hufford at left guard. Uh, what, uh, what was the, uh, I guess, um, the report card, if you will, three, uh, three, two or three weeks into camp uh, for those guys. Yeah, Daryl Simmons would be the other anticipated Simmons, uh, right? That right guard. Yep. Yep. yep he's uh, he's a, he appeared to be in good shape. He spoke with media last night. Uh, I I asked Coach Myers about you know some of the guys who are you know kind of filling in or, or working into that second unit uh, right now. And he mentioned you know Morrow and, and Triber and uh, some other guys that they are. Looking at, um, I'm trying. I'm looking at the roster now to help refresh my memory uh, from what he said last night. But he had a whole list of guys who, you know, were getting looks on the second team and and uh, battling for spots for you know maybe some playing time and guys you could see there along the line. I'll I'll pass on the chance to mention names because I'll probably get some wrong to see how my memory isn't working so great. It's it's all that vomiting. <laughs> uh, the, from my workhouse with Nebraska that I blame for, but he, he had he had a list of guys. You know, it wasn't just well, we're we're trying several people and working out. Like he had specific names, and I actually posted the video, not not to plug you know myself too much, but I, I did post the video of of the uh, interview with Jeff Myers from last night's media session. So if you want to get in in depth there and check that out, check out my social media. I got a link to our website at fourteen thirty ksi dot com. And you can watch the video from there. And you've got a bunch. You had Deckers early in the mm-hmm. week. You had Broomfield. So uh, good stuff. You can find that all at 1430KSI. So we've gone through, heard from a bunch of the different coaches. What's What of your opinion has changed maybe here during the course of August camp where you thought they were, differences here? What has changed for you, your mindset going into this football season? Yeah, I haven't heard anything much that would make me really dramatically change my expectations for this season in that I think this is the the floor really should be a bowl win or maybe, you know, five games, maybe at five wins, maybe at worst, which is a dramatic change from, you know, the, the era before Matt Campbell came along. Um, and, you know, it's easy to buy into coaching hype or, or the comments they make about the positivity they feel towards the players. But you, you also look at the level of recruiting that Campbell has done the last several years, the level of athlete that has come into Iowa State. And I think they're in a much better position now than in years past to stay competitive on the field 
and have the kind of depth you need to be a consistent bowl team year after year after year. And so I think, you know, some guys are going to have to emerge running back. Iowa State will need a complimentary receiver to Xavier Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Hunter Deckers is going to be the guy we think he can be. And all that stuff we've talked about before about the potential there, they're, they're going to have to untap that to make themselves a, a bowl win or maybe get back to seven wins as they did a year ago. But I think the talent is there. It's just a matter of, you know, getting the most out of that talent, whether it's from the players or the, or the coaches using them in a way that unleashes their potential. Uh, what uh, Broomfield uh, was early in the week, you met with him. Of course, he was singing Bro Failure's praises. Why wouldn't he? Um, what, what, uh, what was your takeaway from listening to Dion Broomfield? Uh, just to be clear, it's Bo Freeler. And I want to make sure we get that right because Freeler. I was saying it wrong. All, yep. All, yeah, I was saying it wrong before. So it's it's Bo Freeler, and yeah, we talked about uh, you know what a young talent he was, and he really showed up in the bowl game and was uh, a big factor there, getting the chance to to show what he can do. So he's coming in uh, to this season uh, with with a lot of uh, positivity there and trying to build on that. He got some really talented guys like. Miles Purchase, Malik Verdon. You know, we, we talked to Darian Porter this week about his transition from receiver to defensive back. And he, he talked about, you know, there's the, it, it wasn't as daunting a task as it might appear at first for him, uh, because, you know, he's actually using his experience as a, as a receiver to, to read what receivers are doing across from him and gauge the tendencies and, and, and use his footwork that maybe the biggest difference for him is just running backwards instead of running forward and you're at the defensive back position. But, you know, he's using his six, four frame to his advantage. It's, it's, there's some ways maybe being a little bit smaller and a little quicker might be an advantage, but being a six, four, uh, defensive back, a corner matching up against similarly sized receivers can only, uh, help out a matchup reporter. And of course, he's one of the fastest guys on the team. So he's, He's got that going for him as well. Uh, who did you, uh, after listening to uh, uh, talk quarterbacks and the Deckers himself, who do you think right now would be two on the depth chart, Dave? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> there was absolutely no clarity in that when we mm-hmm. uh, visited with uh, Joel Gordon, the, the quarterback's coach, and Hunter Deckers also spoke with the media this week, and neither of them gave us any real indication as to who's leading that uh, that competition. And, of course, with, with Rocco Beck and Ashton Cook, you got guys who – I find it interesting. They're both sons of NFL tight ends uh, and uh, guys who grew up around the game in a professional capacity. So they got a lot of praise for just knowing how to handle themselves in, in these situations, even though they're relatively new to the, the, the college level. Nate Glance is the junior college transfer, came over from Iowa Western. We put up you know, big numbers. That doesn't always translate necessarily to uh, the college level, of course, but, you know, it sounds like uh, Glance, we, we, we talked about him before. I kind of wrote him off as maybe just a guy who was there for depth, but it does sound like he has a legitimate shot at earning that number two quarterback job. But between those three, who's the leading candidate right now? We just have no idea. And we won't really until if, if unless it becomes a necessity or the opportunity arises in a blowout game for, for that uh, second stringer to get on the field. Uh, we should we should put our thinking caps on before we talk to you next Friday uh, just to try and come up with how many ores will be on the depth chart that's released because <laughs> there's going to be a bunch. Uh, yeah, right? a lot. Yep. Uh, last thing, uh, we had uh, Randy Peterson, Des Moines Register, what, Wednesday? Early in the week, anyways. He It's his belief that it's going to be Jace Gilbert, the true freshman, uh, that's going to uh, that's going to win the kicking competition. What have you heard? Uh, I haven't heard much. I, I, I think uh, Gilbert's probably as good a guess as as any, although um, uh, the name that, that sticks out in my mind is uh, Keegan Shackelford, a redshirt freshman. 
out of uh, Virginia, and uh, you know he's a guy who's gotten some some good talk. We you know we've heard of Drake Nettles, and I think he's a guy we kind of know at this point. He's going to be probably a kickoff guy, although he's I mean he's involved in the competition to play his kicker. But um, Gilbert would be an interesting way to go. I think Shackelford's probably in that race as well. It, it'll probably come down to those two guys to be the primary place kicker. So, yeah, those are two good, two good names to, to really keep in mind as we await the start of the season. One more time on uh, Freeler's name. Am I pronouncing it right? Bo Freeler. Freeler. Yeah. You're going to say it a lot. You'll hear yes. John Walter say that a lot on the air. So We said it a lot right. last year on these uh, in these uh, two devoted hours, Monday through Friday, because he got our attention very early uh, in his career. Dave Sproul, great stuff. Dave Sproul, thank you. Always a pleasure, guys. Have good, a good one. Yep, you do the same. Dave Sproul, 1430 KASI, and now Learfield Sports, uh, as Dave gets set to assume those duties. Uh, so he'll miss a couple of games. Uh, he's got, uh, what did you say, Marshalltown Ames? Marshalltown Ames. That's the kickoff, one of the oldest rivalries, the old Big 8 conference back in the day. Who do you have next Friday? Have you determined yet? I'll Working through all the parameters, working, uh, going to be talking later today with Pete Tarpey, getting that all set up, but got the full slate of action. and You'll be on the bull? Well, I'd be on the bull, 96.9, back for our second year there with play-by-play coverage. Looking forward to that live. So you can catch all the games, of course, with all the correspondents here on KXNO. Yeah, Joe Stacy will be anchoring that football Friday night. And the game of the week, if you will, we'll have on 96.9, the bull, KXNO HD2 for your HD radios. Uh, I've got high school football covered right here in this building, do we not? A week away. This is my last Friday night. It's your last Friday night, dude. (laughs) What are you going to do? Uh, well, we have Jack's birthday party tomorrow, uh, so I'm going to mow, yep. hopefully have a beer. I would, I would be disappointed little, if you did. I'm a little scared. It's been a while since Vegas. You haven't had a drink since Vegas? I had a a beer on the golf course with a client Oh, you played, in the week. Uh, yeah, a couple of days it ago, took right? me, uh It took me eight holes to finish a beer. Really? I was struggling. I was really... Really struggling. See, the, and I didn't spend. Obviously, I wasn't there with you on Saturday night. And I, um, I didn't see you guys on Friday because I, I hit, I hit, I hit the yeah. wall on Friday. You were out. I was done. We got to the D and Bar Canada. We got there, boy, six twenty. You're already back at the hotel. <laughs> The event started at 6, by the way. Uh, I was there at 6 to say hi. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna and you turned right back around. I did, and I went back to the, uh, to, what is it, 8 East, the yes. Asian food place. We ended up at Berry's that night. It Good was, choice. of course, myself, my wife, and some random guy from Alabama. That's who you had dinner with. Yeah. Eh, Third wheel. <laughs> That's awkward. Yeah. All right, we will uh, open up the phone lines. You've been trying to get into Claxons. We fooled you. We busied all the phone lines, but they're open now. We'll take the first four of you. If you haven't played in this contest in the last 30 days, you're eligible to do so. We're going to give you four preseason NFL games. No point spreads at all. First four callers now at 515-284-5966. We'll give you the games. You give us the game winner. If you get the most right, we'll give you a $35 gift certificate from Claxons, the runner up gets $25 in Claxon's Grub. First four of you, uh, if you haven't played in the last 30 days, you're eligible to participate. If you're getting a ring, that means you're in. 515-284-5966. Claxon's next. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Slash careers. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circuit Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. 
and Circus Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com. Well, construction can give you a good life by giving you opportunities to be a part of a team that does real tangible things in your community. For many of us, it's that feeling of doing something with our hands and creating something from scratch and or giving back to a new home or a remodel project. Do you enjoy working with your hands? Do you enjoy providing for your community? Do you enjoy getting out there and doing a hard day's work and coming home and saying, yeah, I did that? Apply today. Wolfconstruction.net for details. this when the Big Ten media contract was yes. announced. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> Indeed it is. Time for our Clax's Barbecue uh, giveaway. We're going to give uh, Cody, Kirk, Jesse, and Adam an opportunity to win barbecue from Claxons. Whoever gets the most right in these NFL preseason affairs, no point spreads will be uh, used in this uh, contest here this week. You'll uh, The winner will get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25 Claxons. Where can you find them? In Altoona. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona or online Klaxon, C-L-A-X-O-N-B-B-Q.com. There you'll find the hours, the menu, pictures, etc. to get your mouth watering even more. Klaxon's Barbecue Giveaway. Let's get right to it. Uh, Cody is up first. Cody, welcome to the program, Cody. How's your week gone? Well, pretty good. How about yourself? Doing fine. Glad that it's over. Uh, but doing <laughs> fine nonetheless. Thanks for asking. Here we go. New Orleans or Green Bay? The game is in Green Bay. You want the Saints or the Packers? Saints. The Niners and the Vikings. They've practiced this week. They'll play tomorrow or this weekend. Uh, Niners or Vikings? Vikings. Cowboys or Chargers? Chargers. Uh, Las Vegas. The Raiders are in Miami to take on the Fish. Raiders, Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins. Here's the tiebreaker, Cody. It's closest without going over. How many home runs will be hit in Major League Baseball tonight? Twelve. You have a good weekend, Cody. Thanks for playing. Appreciate it. Take care. Kirk is up next. Trent, I forgot to send this to you. There they are. Okay. Uh, Kirk, welcome to the program. Kirk, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, New Orleans or Green Bay, Kirk? Hey, give me the pack. All right. Niners or Vikings? Uh, I'm going to go with the Niners. The Cowboys or the Chargers? Uh, Let's go Bolts. We'll go Chargers. All right. Raiders, game number three for them in the preseason. They'll take on Miami. Uh, Give me the Finns. All right. Uh, Tiebreaker. Closest without going over. How many home runs in all of Major League Baseball tonight? 14. Kirk, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Jesse's with Miller and Condon. Hi, Jesse. Hey. Uh, New Orleans or Green Bay? Packers. Niners or Vikings? Uh, Vikings. Cowboys or the Chargers? Chargers. Raiders or the Dolphins? Raiders. Tiebreaker, Jesse. Major League Baseball tonight. How many home runs? 17. Jesse, have a good weekend. 
Thanks. Thank you. And Adam will be our final contestant this week in our Claxons Barbecue giveaway. Hi, Adam. How's it going? Good, thank you. Uh, the Saints and the Packers at Lambeau. Uh, let's go Packers. San Fran and Minnesota. San Fran. Cowboys and the Chargers. Cowboys. Las Vegas and the Dolphins. Let's go Devontae and the Raiders. Devontae and the Raiders. Are you Raiders fan? No, I'm a Packers fan, but I miss Devontae already. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, home runs <laughs> in Major League Baseball, Adam. Uh, total uh, tonight closes without going over. Uh, I'll take the 15. 15 is all yours. Adam, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate Claxons, 3131, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Consensus, did everybody take Green Bay? Uh, no. Our first contestant, Cody, had New Orleans. Okay. And we had a split in Minnesota, San Francisco. Adam was the only to take Dallas. I thought we were going to get a consensus there. Mm -hmm. And we got a split Miami and Vegas. So, overall, pretty good handicapping this week, Mr. Miller. Yes. Uh, Well, no point spread involved, but that will change next week. We'll actually have college football to talk about. So, we're obviously doing the Nebraska-Northwestern game. Mm -hmm. We will obviously have the Illinois-Wyoming game. game. And we'll find two more. Well, there's Hawaii plays a power five team. Do they? Uh, well, they're kind. I th- I think it's Vanderbilt. Vandy, huh? I think that's a weird matchup, right? That is a weird matchup. UConn, it- Utah State. No, no, I'm out. Hawaii, Vandy. It is Hawaii, Vandy. Yep. It's in Hawaii too, is it not? It is. Pretty nine thirty Central on CBS Sports Network. Oh my my! So can we say we made it? This is the last Friday without football it now is. until uh, Super Bowl, the weekend after the Super Bowl. We'll be previewing the big week one games in mm. high school football. We'll have week zero What is college the best football. game? Do you know next week? You know, Valley and uh, Waukee Northwest, they'll be matching up in week number one. That's going to mm-hmm. be a real good one. Are you thinking that might be where you end that's, up? That's where I'm trending. You also have uh, Southeast Polk, I think Dowling maybe playing week uh-huh. one. So there's a couple of games that are on the docket. So Best team in Ankeny will be... The Hawks. You think so? Well, they got the quarterback. They got the quarterback. Yeah. And now they have Jamison Patton. And they have him, too. And they got a defense, too. Uh-huh. Southeast Polk, Dowling, Ankeny. I think that's your clear-cut favorites from this side of the state. Mm-hmm. City High is going to be pretty good again. Yep. Mitch Moore has done a good job of he rebuilding has. that program. And very quickly. Yes. He's he's done a really good job of well, that. What he did at Roosevelt. Yeah. Right. And, and had them ascending in the right direction. Uh, locally, other teams to keep an eye on. Waukee Northwest Valley should be pretty solid this year. They got some questions at running back is kind of their biggest question, which is a rarity. It is for Gary Swenson team. Urbandale should be pretty good this year too. I like the Jayhawks and what they have on paper. Best city school will be best record wise. City school will be it'll be Roosevelt. They continue to to build that direction. How about Lincoln? Can they get back? It's a long road. They've had a lot of turnover. They have. It's and what makes it so difficult too is that turnover and just. Every new coach, it seems mm-hmm. like it sets you back a couple mm-hmm. of years. And if you can't continue that progression, that continues to be the question mark. Yep, indeed. Well, we'll see. Hoover, they've, they've probably got an uphill climb they, as well. They got a team this year, though, because it looked like that wasn't going to happen. That's true. Uh, and the coach is uh, gung-ho, and he's trying to uh, trying to get the community involved, and good for him for doing that. All right, uh, have a great weekend, everybody. We certainly appreciate you being here with us. Uh, there's a lot more local programming still to come. Um, Murph and Andy at 1.00. And the Fanatics at 3 and Emory plus 1 uh, at some point tonight. But the uh, K- 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 pregame show on Saturdays, it's gone. It's over.